Yo, what's up, everybody? It seemed like that that intro ended short, didn't it? What's up? It's nine o'clock on a Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, and it's your boys, Mike and Mish, the Mike and Mish Show. Mission accomplishing the moon. What's up, Mike? Yo, we are back home in we our are. home studios, right? Look at this. We are I back. What a fucking weekend. Did I just <laughs> swore? We're past the 30 second mark. I'm good to go, though. We are good. We are good. Hey, before we get going tonight, we got a couple guests uh, lined up. We got a contest we're going to do. We got a good show lined up for you guys. We're going to shout out our sponsors real quick, and we're going to start off with the greatest commercial in the history of commercials. You all know it, and you love it. Norcom Mortgage and Michael Mish are delivering the American dream to those who serve America, helping veterans obtain the dream of home ownership. They offer programs that include No Money Down, no first-time homebuyer requirement. 100% cash-out refinances. Rehab loans. They can help you purchase a home, purchase a condo, refinance an existing mortgage, create a dream home with rehab loan. To learn more, visit www.michaelmish.norcommortgage.com or call 860-884-2103. Damn, son. To learn more and to establish yourself with a beautiful home, the home of your dream, call the number on the screen right now, Michael Mish, Norcom Mortgage. He is the man licensed in 38 states. You just heard it. You heard that beautiful Rhode Island accent tell you to learn more. Right, Mike? <laughs> to learn more. <laughs> there it is. Call up, Mike, 860 for any questions, any loan, any needs you you have. All right, number two on our, we have uh, a whole bunch of sponsors now, guys. It's really cool. We love these guys. Up next, we got GorillaWarfareApparel.com. Of course, go to Gorilla Warfare Apparel. Use promo code Mike and Mish. Get 15% off your total purchase. We got the shirts on right now. They have a whole line of Mike and Mish stuff. You can get hats, you can get shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get it all. Uh, we also just got on board Condemned Labs, a supplement, great supplement company, Condemned Labs. You guys see these guys' names all over Fighters 2. Um, go to their website, condemnedlabs.com, and use promo code Mike and Mish and buy yourself some stuff to get yourself jacked and uh, ripped in the gym. Lose weight, get energy, pre-workouts, creatine, protein, anything you need, they got it. Of course, jump on there and check that out. You guys want to make some money? Hit up at BK Bet Shark on Instagram. Follow his guidance and hit his links because he's got packages available. You can get on board with him. He will give you gambling advice for bare knuckle fights. And maybe super you can easy. Win. Super easy, dude. You just all you gotta do is just mirror the picks and put yeah, your money down. Follow yeah. along with him. Yep. He's got a really high winning no percentage. Go get on uh DraftKings and follow his bets. And our last one, we got a new sponsor here, Bare Knuckle Corn Snack Corn Snacks. Go to um what's popping corn snacks.com and check out their entire line of incredible options. They have like got a so, bunch of stuff over there. So many different flavors and we just threw all their sponsor all the sponsor information at the bottom right there you can read that along as we go along but mike we're back from knuckle mania three and before we even have time to break that card down which we will do tomorrow night in depth tomorrow night we will break that card down but tonight we're going to talk to a couple fighters that are fighting in just two days mm -hmm. in new orleans in the heart of mardi gras Shit's going down. Huge card. We got two guests tonight, Tyler Samus and Brad Kelly on the show. And we're going to start off right away with one of the youngest. If Is he the youngest? He, he's he's the youngest. As far as I know, he was the youngest before. So now I know he's a little bit older, but I don't think anybody has joined. Yeah, I don't think anybody's That's younger him. than him. Yeah. So here he is, the 19-year-old, 1-0 knockout artist himself, Tyler Cat5 Samus, who will be uh, stepping in there in two days in New Orleans. Here we go. <laughs> What's up, Tyler? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, oh, what's dude, up? First of all, Tyler, first of all, where are you right now? I'm in the fighter hotel. You're fucking, uh, 
Do you remember the last time we talked to you? You were at Scott Farley's gym That's for right. MMA, and Scott pays for the lowest Wi-Fi possible, and like your connection sucked ass <laughs> the entire yeah. time. Remember that? I remember that. Yeah, here we are. We're, we're in high uh, we're in high speed internet se- season right now. So what's yeah. up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling good. This weight cut, this weight cut actually going pretty well. Um, you know, I'm about to do. After I hop off here, they just started doing this mandatory weight check. So yeah. Eight. Um. So after I hop off here, I'm about to go do that, and then tomorrow I weigh in. So. It's a good thing that they're doing stuff like that. I, I I like that they're doing that, and I also like how they're now doing the King Devic test after the fights uh, yeah. for concussions and stuff. So you know what? Can't be too safe, you know. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I, I I like the fact that they're they're trying to manage the weight because you know there there's some people out here that walk around at two ten and fight at fifty five. That's just not fair to any other true fifty five. So I like the fact that they're they're you know starting that. As far as that King Divic test, even without a concussion, it's still pretty hard. So, <laughs> I should. I want to try. I want to like take it just so I know what it is like. You know what I mean? So we can like, speak on it. I know what I'm talking. What I'm talking about. It's like a alphabet of letters that aren't in order at all, and you have like 15 seconds to read them off. But there, it's like a whole page that you have to try to do. And if oh. you skip certain, if you like miss a certain amount, I guess you. I don't really know the the science behind it, but yeah, it's, it's kind of difficult. I forget where, I think it was in the military and we had to take something on a computer and like every time, I don't know if it was like a one or a zero would pop up and you had to click on the mouse like every time the certain number popped up and you're just sitting there staring at the screen. You think it sounds really easy, but you're staring at the screen for right. like five straight minutes and it seems like it's 20 minutes long and you're just like click, click, click and you realize how many times you screw up and you're completely fine. You're sober. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you. And you're like, Oh my God, I missed that many of them. Yeah. It's wild. Dude. Let me <clears throat> tell you, I don't know what that test is. That's completely different than what they'll do in a hospital for a concussion test. But I've had a few concussions in my life. And on my last one, I went to the hospital and I felt completely fine. I've had concussions in the past. I told the doctor, my job sent me there for safety reasons. And they're like, we're going to run you through the concussion tests. I'm like, don't even bother. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I don't have a concussion. And I'm going to fail that fucking test. Whatever you guys give me, I'm going to fail it. And you're going to say I have a concussion. And I'm telling you, I do not. And they gave it to me anyway. And they called it a concussion. (laughs) And I'm like, I told you I'm not going to fail this shit. Like, there's certain things that they were doing with me that I knew I was just going to fail anyway just because I'm old, dumb, and off balance. You know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) See, he knows. He can tell. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's get into you, man. Last time we talked to you, you were a a young 18-year-old kid about to make your uh, debut, and I believe you were about to be a dad as well. Like A lot of things have happened in your life since the last time we talked to you, and let's start with that. Last time we talked to you, you blew everybody away with your maturity at 18 years old. You had one of the best fucking fight uh, Mount Rushmore's we ever heard coming out of a kid your age's mouth. And then you went out there and you got an impressive first round knockout where you actually knocked the dude out standing on his feet at a 90 degree angle against the ropes. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, the whirlwind that was your first fight as a pro and uh, what's been going on with you ever since because it's been a minute. Yeah, so talking about my life, like, you know, I had that that fight, my debut fight, and then, you know, Nat Geo was also a huge part of of everything. Um, So they were there as well. Not only, you know, did I record the highlight knockout, I got, you know, it's not just on BKFC, it's with Nat Geo as well. Right. So that's going to be a a lot of good exposure. and at the time, I believe my fiance was five months along, five months pregnant. Uh, my son now is coming up on six months old. So, he, yeah, man, it, it goes by so quick. It, it really does. It, it blows me away at how fast he's growing up. And it's almost like I'm like I go to sleep and I wake up and he's doing something new. So all the cliches yeah. that people say come come true, like. 
oh, yeah. you grow up so quick, you know, oh, this and that. Like every single <laughs> thing my parents said, I was like, yeah, whatever. It, it's yeah. all true. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I have people telling me, like, don't rush it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not trying to rush it. And then it just happens. <laughs> yeah. can't, really, can't stop it. So. It's crazy that you yeah, your that, son's already six months old. It's freaking nuts, man. I feel like we were just talking to you and, and, and she was pregnant. Yeah, that night uh, of the fight, you know, doing the whole Nat Geo thing, I was able to have all of my family and friends come backstage where everything was. And uh, I was actually able to propose to her. And Beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm engaged now. We've got a six-month-old son. And everything's just been looking up from there. You know, I've got a decent job and I'm thankful for where I'm at right now. So, dude, you were talked about on the largest podcast in the world after your fight. That's you were correct. talked about on the it's Joe re- Rogan recent, experience. Recently, the, that. Yeah. The Joe, the Joe Rogan experience. Did did you know that Joe Rogan had talked about you or did somebody hit you up and be like, yo, they, I just heard you talked about on the, on the Rogan experience? I, I don't even know how. I think. There was a link that Scott may have shared on Facebook. Yeah, that's how I found out. But I nobody told me anything. I kind of found out on my own. I was like, "What? That that's actually pretty cool." And I was like getting all anxious. I was like, "I can't find it. Where's it at?" And then I realized it was like on Spotify, not posted anywhere else. Yeah. Right. Yeah, everything he does is on Spotify, and it's like a three-hour yeah. episode. So you gotta like figure out where it is, like an hour yeah. and a half into the episode. Yeah. And they talked about BKFC Thailand and the two guys that fought in like the underground uh, scene over there. And then yeah. they talked about you, which do you know when that episode is going to be aired? Because I couldn't find it yet. So <clears throat> if I'm doing my math right, they uh, they release one episode every Wednesday and then it comes out on Hulu that that Thursday. So if I'm doing my math right, episode nine should come out right at like March 16th, March 17th. OK, and, cool. And that's what they told me, I believe, on episode nine. So you know, anything can change. I really don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah, man. Well, you're back in. You're back in there. You're in New Orleans this time. They're breaking into a new city again. It, every t- it seems like every month or two, the BKFC is busting into a new territory. And yeah. now they're in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. It must be something else down there right now. You can't really you know, partake in the festivities, but you are down there during like the busiest time of the year. Um, it's gotta be, gotta be exciting for your second, second go around, huh? It, it is, it is pretty exciting. You know, this is, uh, I actually have family down here in this area. Um, you know, this is, this area, this entire area is where my mom's from, where she grew up. So, you know, all that family is still down here. So it's nice to be in kind of like almost like a backyard of mine. Um, I have been here quite a few times. Uh, and then, of course, just the hospitality of all the BKFC staff with all the fighters. It, it, it makes everything, you know, less nerve-wracking. So it's been great so far. I'm just eager to weigh in and tell you that. Yeah, I bet. You know, heading into your first fight, I'm sure there was a, there was a level of nerves involved, uh, you know, being at your, your debut. This time around, after you went through that whole debut thing... Uh, are you feeling a little more at ease and, and comfortable and, and set, settled in there uh, for your second go round? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everything, like I said, it, it's going so smooth. BKFC staff does a really good job at you know kind of taking care of everything for you, so the fighter can just relax. Um, but I can definitely tell the difference from when I arrived, you know, at the hotel in Jackson versus when I arrived here. Uh, I'm a lot more calm, a lot more. Just I have my mind focused on one thing at the moment, and that's making weight. And then after that, then it's the fight. So I'm not I'm not stressing about anything uh, too bad. And that that's a big difference in you know my debut. I was I was stressing about everything. Uh, obviously, I didn't predict that you know I would do that in my debut fight, but I was fortunate enough to come out on top with that one. So. It was it was definitely a highlight reel knockout. Like nobody in earlier in the comments, uh Big Ben, loyal loyal follower of the show. Actually, he says he's one percent owner of the show. I'm not sure where that's in the contract, yeah. but negative one percent. <laughs> but he says uh first time ever anybody's been knocked out standing in the BKFC, he believes. And I, I don't know, he might be wrong, he might be right, but I'm pretty sure I have never seen anybody not for that long on their feet like out cold at a 90 degree angle up against the ropes like that. That's pretty incredible. 
had those ropes not been there, he would have fallen all the way. He was, uh, he was, he was completely out. The ropes were definitely helping him. Well, <laughs> you know, I po- what I pointed out today, uh, we were watching, we were showing uh, somebody at work. When he, so he falls over at the 90 degree and the ref runs over, waves it off, but doesn't grab him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I laugh now because we know like he's okay, you know, but at the time he's still over slumped over and he's just kind of like waving it off looking and, and he, dude, just eventually, lets it fall. Yeah, and he freaking, those are bars. He like falls on like the bottom bar, like boom, like his neck and everything. I was like, oh shit. Like. Damn, yeah. couldn't even hold him up, give him a kickstand or something? Shit. Man, I, if you kind of watch the slow-mo, it's kind of funny. You see, you know, I punch him, he stiffens up, falls against the ropes, and then I go to throw another uppercut, and you just see the ref did a perfect job at, like, just deflecting it. Because my uppercut went, whoo, yes. Yeah, yeah, you step over, and you're <laughs> ready to, like, crack him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was... That was a good. That was a good one. Yeah, good I would say. I'd say. Did you get fight? Uh, did you get knocked out of the night that night? I don't remember. Oh no, never mind. No, Al, Alan Belcher and uh, who? Who's that guy? Oh, we're gonna be talking to that guy very hey, soon. Hey, Machine Gun Kelly in the house. You guys, that Goat Combat uh, roster is pretty goddamn impressive, man. You got on this card alone. You got yourself and you got uh, Brad, but you also got Bobby and Arnold. You got Brett Williams. You got a freaking whole squad down uh, there. There's a lot of people. Uh, I'm, I know there's more. I'm just not there is. them all right now. Now let's talk about your your upcoming opponent. Um, I don't I don't know exactly how to say his last. Is it Sheev? Tony, uh, Cody Sheev? Is that how you say his last name? Shive. Yeah, Shivey. Shivey. Uh, what can you tell us about your opponent? I, I other the only thing I know about is him what what I look up online and, and what I see. And I, I know he doesn't have a good MMA record, but this is not MMA. Um, what can you tell us about your opponent? Man, I, I can't really say too much because like you said, what I look up online, you know, within 30 seconds he's getting taken down and mauled. So, you know, I don't really have a good video to go off of being able to kind of judge his stand up. So I just know, you know, I've, I've got a huge selection of game plans for whatever comes, you know, moving backwards, moving forward, side to side, whatever I got to do. If I got to do a backflip in the ring just to win, I will. You know, I got a game plan for everything. I'm not worried too much about what he's got going on or what, he, what he's bringing to the table. I'm just going to focus on what I got to do. So. We're looking forward to this one, man. Of course, we – uh you know, we want to see how you follow up this highlight debut right. that you did. We don't want to take too much of your time tonight because we know that you're down there and you're in the middle of a weight cut. And um, yeah. um, I'm, not to touch on a sore subject like like weight cutting, but do you cut a lot of weight to get to 145? Not a lot. No. All right. All right. So uh, in the comments a little earlier, somebody said they would like to see you and Trevor Loken. I know you're not passing by your opponent right now, but have you? Did you watch uh, Trevor Loken down at Myrtle Beach and see him? What what weight was that? One forty five. Yeah. That kid looks like he's one eighty five. Yeah, you know he looks like a monster for sure. I remember. Uh, I remember watching that fight. It's obviously solid, very solid. Um, isn't he like six foot or something? I, I don't know. He, he's big. He is but, big. You know, I'm I'm young. You know, I, I'm I've got nothing but time. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep building up, uh, doing you know, just take small steps, and then whatever step I take, you know, if it wants to lead me in the direction of a bigger money fight or hell, even a title fight, you know, I'll uh, I'll do that. I gotta move out of the way here, Mr. Sean Wheelock is in the way. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He probably looks really big because he, like, when he fought Brimage, he looked like he was towering. He was towering over Brimage. He looked so much bigger than him in that fight. So, I don't know what his walk around yeah. weight. I cannot remember, but he do, he definitely looks like a big, a big dude. Yeah. Hey. Who's that? Is that yeah. Sean Wheeler? Who was that? What's that? Who was that? I heard the I heard the voice. At first, I thought I heard Sean Wheelock somewhere there in the background, but yeah, Sean Wheelock kicked me out of my spot. <laughs> what <I'm> a <laughs> tell him we said what's up. What's up there, Mr. Wheelock? 
Uh oh, we're losing. Oh, him. we're losing him because he's moving yep. around. But, yep, yep. Yeah, everything. All right, Tyler, get to a spot. Find a good spot. We got a good game to play with you, and then let you get out of here. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, that spot was so good. Sean Wheel uh, came over and just ran the whole show over. You good? Can you hear us now? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. All right, Tyler, you're 19 years old. You are exactly 22 years younger than me right now, which makes me feel extremely old, which means that I know a lot more things than you, okay? <laughs> so, so what I'm going to do here is me and Mike are going to pull things up on the screen, and you're going to tell me what the item is and what it's used for, okay? We're going to just do a few of these with you. We're going to see how, how knowledgeable and how old your brain is inside oh, that 19-year-old body of yours. Here you go. The first one, what is it and what does it do? Here we go. What is that thing? As a roll of film. Dude, nice. One for one. Bam, one for one. That was too easy for you. Okay, number two. What is this and what does it do? Is that a computer monitor? What is that? Tell them what it is, Mike. Yeah, that's it is what it is. It's a computer monitor. It's old school floppy disk style. Floppy disk Macintosh. Apple Macintosh. Yep, Macintosh computer. All right, oh, yeah. number three. Here we go. You got your two for two here. Here we go. What the hell is that? <laughs> the, old, the old space commando. The space command. The Zenith <laughs> space command. What do you got? Uh, is it a game? Is it, I don't know. <laughs> nope, that is a... TV remote via 1983-ish time. <laughs> Check out the fantastic wood grain around that thing. I mean, wow. And the orange button. They really went all out for this. You know what? Hey, I grew up with Zenith TVs, and me and my parents, well, my parents had one of those things. And uh, before that, you know what the remote was called? The kid. Yeah. It was the child. You know, you walk to the TV and you fucking change the channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. old man. Yeah. All right, here we go. A couple more. Here we go. What's this? Is that a pager? Fuck yeah, yeah that's a pager. Hell yeah. Damn. <laughs> I had Dude. a pager. Man, the pager was the best thing in the world. I remember for Christmas back in like middle school, I was like, I need a pager. My girlfriend needs to get in touch with me. We need to send I love you one, four, threes back and forth and shit like that. The boys need to be able to get in touch with me when we go, you know, hang out. And I went and I got a custom case. It was blue and clear from Dire Discount. And I was like the, one of the coolest kids in the goddamn school. Yeah, it clipped to your pocket like a G yep. with your pants yep. sagging hit, down too. Hit, awesome. hit me up. Hit me up. All right, here we go. What's this thing? Like a cigarette lighter for a car. Yes, 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 man. This kid's this kid's on it, man. All right, the Hell last yeah. the last two are damn near impossible. And if you get these right, I'm gonna be impressed. Here we go. Last two. What is that? What does it do? Did someone just tell you the answer? <laughs> Scott, Scott, you're cheating. I know what the black part is. I can tell you that. All right. That well, what? that is a VHS rewinding machine. It's a rewinder. It does not play the movies. It does not do that. But you used to go back to Blockbuster back in the day. You return your movie. They throw it in that bitch and they go and fucking bring that right back. Be kind. Rewind, my friend. And the last yeah. one. Hey, ask Scott what this is. <laughs> what what is it and what does it do? Yeah, why would you use that? Yeah, useful weighing things. It's a scale, I guess. <laughs> yes, he got what it. Kind of what kind of scale is it? What did he say? I said Brad said it. He said he Brad said it. it. Oh, Brad, what what kind of things would you weigh with that kind of thing? That contraption right there. <laughs> Way, uh, uh, for that. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit! Got Barley oh. coming through. You know what that? You know what the? You know what it's really? It really is for though. Other than you know weighing bags, um, that is a postal scale. It it was originally used for like weighing postage and shit like that. So all you yeah. fucking stoners out there, goddamn it, Tyler, we're gonna give you a chance to shout out a few people, say a few things, and we'll let you get on your way, and we'll talk to your uh, your buddy Brad over there. Yeah, you know, 
most of uh, most of the lowest. Shout out to my awesome management, my awesome coach Scott Barley, right up here. Uh, you know, he's the one that makes all this stuff happen. Not only is he on my manager, manages you know half this card right now. Uh, he's also my coach. You know, I'm, I'm with him almost every day. Really working. Uh, in my other corner, my dad. You know, he's the one that, that goes in there on the weekends with me when you know my work schedule is not very forgiving. He makes time for it, and we're, we're always hitting pads, learning new technique, and just drilling, drilling, drilling. Shout out to those two. They're, you know, they're the ones that are making this really happen. Um, and then, you know, shout out to all my family that's going to be watching, all my friends that's going to be watching. And lastly, shout out to my awesome fiance for being the support that she is, you know, helping me through this weight cut, not purposely eating in front of me like some people. Um, no, but every, every, to everybody that, that's showing support, thank you all. Love you all. And, uh, give you guys a good show tonight tonight tomorrow friday 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 night but hey i'm gonna just leave you with this when we when we talked to scott when we first heard your name he said i got this kid he's gonna be a future world champion you i guarantee it so no pressure no pressure at all we know we know that we know that he's got high hopes for you and after watching your first fight we all got high hopes for you so we'll check it out on friday night we'll be tuned in and we'll let you go for the evening all right. I appreciate it, man. All right, Later. brother. Take it easy. There he is, the guy, Tyler Samus. He is uh, 19 years old. He is a knockout artist, and he's looking to steal the show once again on Friday night. Hey, before Brad Kelly's in the waiting room, we already saw him on the Taylor segment. But before we do that, I just want to do something real quick, okay? When Mike and I went out to Albuquerque, we met a guy named Gary Lang. All right. Early, uh, right before the show tonight, I shared a link to our page. I shared it to my personal page. He has a daughter named Catherine. This little girl, Catherine Lang, was born with congenital heart disorder, and she was born with half a heart. The girl's five years old right now, right? Fighting for her life every day, but she is living a good, she's living a little kid's life. She's keeping up with all the other kids, but she struggles for it, right? She fights every single day of her life. She's on a 20 grams of fat a day diet. That's all she can take in. And um, so we met up with her, with her dad and we ended up seeing her too. She came to the to, to media day and um, she's an awesome little kid. This girl had three open heart surgeries by the time she was two and a half years old. She's a candidate for heart transplant and liver transplant. What I want everybody to do that that watches this show um, go to our page, click on that link, watch her story, go in the comments, just sh give her a message. Um, hashtag all heart warriors matter is their thing. They do a hashtag all heart warriors, uh, warriors matter. Incredibly strong willed inspirational little kid. Uh, I, be I believe everybody can help them out. Just, they don't, they're not asking for money or anything. They just want to raise awareness for congenital heart disorder for these kids because in the amount of time that Knucklemania 3 played from start to finish, 10 kids were born with the same heart disease that Catherine Lang had. Now, what we're going to do is they gave us some tumblers. I want to show you this, actually. They gave us um, – so Gary Lang uh, has a print company, and he made these for me and Mike, which are very cool, these tumblers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they know that we're in the military. They made these for us. Very cool. We love them. Awesome. I got to get all, mine so I can drink my coffee. Yeah, I got it. At the, I got it here. I'll bring it to work tomorrow. But they made these and the red and blue uh, ribbon is for heart health awareness. Right. So with this tumbler right here, I'm going to give this this one away. I want to give this away to somebody that's watching the show tonight. All right. Here's what we're going to do. The first person that can drop the exact number of punches thrown in the opening fight of Knucklemania 3. Perez versus Sanchez. Total punches thrown in the fight. Drop that number in the comments. First one to get that number right, I'll get your address. I'll send you this, courtesy of Catherine Lang and her dad, Gary. Awesome people. So do me a favor. Go check out that link that I posted. Drop the number in the comments. Get yourself that cup and support this little girl. With that said, Mike, do you have anything else to say about them? That that's it was I, extremely man, I touching. You, I think you said it as best as you could. 
uh, you know, Gary was super awesome. Catherine, we met them. Uh, Lorenzo Hunt gave her the belt. That that's awesome. She got to hold the belt. She was super happy about it. It was a good moment. So she's, I mean, I've got two little girls. I can't imagine, uh, my kids going through that. So I want as much help and awareness for them. And so we should give them her the same, you know? Okay, so, so far, we're going to bring Brad on in a second, but right now, no correct numbers have been dropped in the comments. I need the total number from both fighters combined, total numbers thrown in that fight. With that, while we're waiting on that number, let's go ahead and bring in Brad Machine Gun Kelly, who's going to be taking on Caleb Harris this weekend at uh, Knucklemania 36. Is this 36? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Yes, Brad. W- Brad. Where the hell are you? Where the hell are you? There you are. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? Always good to see you, bro. How are you? Hey, the background looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah, right now, welcome to behind the scenes at a BKFC 36. (laughs) Yeah, what's it like down there right now? We we wish that we could have been down there, but, you know, we were just at Knuckle Mania 3, and if we were going to go to -to back-to-back shows, our wives would leave us. So, uh... It's Mardi Gras season, so I guess it's a lot of purple and green around. A lot of purple. Uh, and, yeah. A lot of purple and green. A lot of boobies. Right? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> My girls with me, so uh, I ain't looking at none of them. Hey, I was gonna say, come out to the ring wearing beads and start throwing them out into the crowd. It, yeah, it, you can't. I, that's already my plan. That's my walkout. <laughs> nice, sweet. Yeah. Hey, I'm be giving uh, it away, then everybody be doing it. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Hey, um, is it your birthday today? It is. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. brother. I appreciate it. Man. How can I get this screen bigger? Turn it sideways. Uh, turn your phone sideways. There you, there you go. go. Ah, See, there we go. that's the way we like it right there. Look at that, there this guy. Why screen, Brad? It's the way I like it. Hey, so you're... Let me get to where I can hear you. Yeah. Look at okay. all these people talk. They got no respect. Hey, I get no respect, huh? No, no respect around here, man. We got to get some people quiet. <laughs> I'll hit somebody uh, up with a triple Lindy. <laughs> I get no respect. I finally feel uh, good for one way in, so I'm able to talk a little bit. My oh. good. Yeah, so I feel good. I still got to cut a few more pounds, but I cut over two thirds of it tonight, so I feel good. Hey, last time we saw you was the um, Isaac Valley flag fight, right? Yeah, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what? You guys got to go back. Anybody who's watching that hasn't seen that fight, go back and watch this. This guy knows how to put on a show for the crowd, man. It's fucking always bloody. It's always fun. It's always awesome. But you're always like making faces and like you're fucking around in the ring while you're having a good time in there. It was it was yeah a, a beautiful performance by you to put you to um to put you to three and one now. And uh, I think you went yeah you win you win one against Caleb Harris this weekend, putting you at four and one. You're in you're in complete total uh title com- conversation correct for sure yeah they after after my weigh in and walk out and and fight and post fight speech i ain't gonna have a choice but to give me a title shot so i'm coming to steal on the show this time coming to steal the show i hope they let you do a post fight speech i i really do I, they did it this time at knuckle mania three they, they did the feature fight and the co-main and the main i hope they continue yeah. to do that because a lot of you guys have so much charisma and so much shit to say. And like, what's better than a fucking call out, dude? What, right. Like, give yeah. the give these fighters an opportunity to create a storyline and a little bit of a, sure. a little bit of a buzz. That's, not... that's my whole argument, man. Like if they would if they would promote more people, they'd have more superstars. You know, like because I'm funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I crack jokes all the time, man. People people like me, so they just need to push people. You know more. Um, Eventually, they start paying all these people six hundred thousand and a million dollars. They're eventually going to walk, and not everybody's going to come down to fight BKFC. So they're going to have to depend on the last of the dying breed, like me and the Joe Elmores and uh, Jeremiah Riggs and people like that. People, you know, we we come to fight. We don't come to back up or stick our chin out of somebody to bait somebody in. We walk through and take punches to give punches. That's what people want to see. Hell yeah, yes, dude. sir. Of course we do. We love that. Hey, real quick, Brad, I don't know if you heard what I was saying about the little girl, Catherine Lang, before we brought you on. Amazing sure. little kid. Three three heart surgeries in two and a half years. Unbelievable. We have ourselves a winner. So TJ, okay. I don't know how to say his Alaskan. Aslaxin. Uh, Aslaxin. 
S. Laxon. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, TJ S. Laxon. 596 is the total number that is on You go on the BKFC app and you look at the number. That's the number that is posted. If you guys want to argue that, you argue it with them. But that is our winner. TJ, what I want you to do is message us your address and we will get you this uh, awesome tumbler right away. Thank you for participating. Yeah, Back message to- through uh, message through like the Instagram, probably the easiest way. Yeah. So, dude. Training camp. Are you still training with Alan Belcher and Jeremiah Riggs and those killers? Yes, sir. Yeah, Jeremiah just come through and held some mitts for me yesterday. He's here now, actually. He's Is he? talking. He's always yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, you tell him we said what's up. We love Jeremiah. He's a good dude. I will. Um, yeah. How'd camp go with those guys? No, great, man. Alan's a heavy hitter, so he's like walking into a heavy bag, but uh, it's fun. Yeah. I grow every every day there, man. I don't have a choice but to grow with those guys. So. That's why I don't fear. I don't fear anybody in the BKFC. I feel like I got the best, the best team behind me, the best teammates, everybody. Hey, good team. and, and somebody does end up knocking me out or finishing me, I'll drink to that too. You know, <laughs> whatever. I don't care. I'm happy. Uh, you're definitely uh, one of the more entertaining fighters on the on the roster. Um, you're fighting a guy who's well known and well liked as well in Caleb Harris. Yeah. Uh, Caleb was just involved with a title fight two fights ago. You know, it didn't come out on the winning end against Elvin Brito, but, you know, to lose to Elvin Brito is no fucking, it's no walk in the park, you know? Right. Um, You know, you you fucking threw down with him as well. But uh, he's coming off a win against Harris Stevenson. He he looked good in his last fight. He seemed pretty dialed in in his last one. Um, I'm I'm assuming that you're going to expect the best Caleb Harris, you know, He knows yet, he's right? fighting a monster, man. He knows he's fighting a monster. Like, seriously, look. I've been humble for a long time, and I'm I'm not very outspoken when it comes to being arrogant. But I know what kind of person I am. I know what kind of fighter I am, and I know I'm I'm mean. Like when I get in there and I get hit, if I get hurt, I just get mean. Like there's no quitting me. Um, I fought with my ribs broken, my face split open, my teeth missing, my hands broken, and I still fight and finish fights. So he knows he knows how I am. So yeah, he upped his game, and I'm I'm expecting that. I don't want to I don't want to be the guy on their off gate on their off day. I want to be the guy that's their hundred percent. So, I hope he brings it. You had two fights in 2022. Um, mm-hmm. You're fighting right here in February of 2023. Uh, you trying to stay a little more active than than two fights? Yes, because I'm tired of doing all these medicals every every time I fight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they don't get I don't get reimbursed for it. They come, it's, it's time consuming. It takes it takes time out of my weight cut and everything just to go. You know do all the medicals and stuff i'm like man i just did this six months ago you know it should last for a year at least you know if you go out there and um and get a victory against caleb this week i have to say i have to say i'm going to I don't okay to when, to okay you go you go out there you get this win um they already have go go in line for a title shot they got jacob i mean uh, J- uh jake Lindsay and um connor tierney about to fight next week um, connor tierney's beating that right so what i'm getting at here is if luis palomino is not defending his title it's probably going to be gogo versus the winner of that um mm-hmm. would a run back with with elvin brito be something that you you're looking for are you trying to write that right that that's wrong? always that's always gonna be a stain on my soul until i get that fight back but i think elvin's got bigger and better things outside of, I, i'm not speaking for him i just think he's got bigger bigger and better things to do you know i can't say what he's what's on his mind but i don't know um i think he wants big fights now you know he's put his time in he's did his work right now i'm a nobody to him until i work my way up a little bit so i definitely think after this fight i think i'll be fighting connor tyranny because he's the biggest problem I, I see at 165 besides myself I think that 165 may be the best division. I think as far as like uh, opponent level, like there are so many contenders in this weight class. Every single person you look at is like, is talking about fighting for the title next. Like if I win, I'm fighting for the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every single person is mad that the other matchup is saying yeah. that they're getting a title shot. It's so crazy. And the yeah. funny thing is, it's hard to argue any of them, really. To, a lot of them is like, well, I, I can see why, uh, you know, he would think that he's going to get the title shot. And it's that's a wild friggin' weight class, man. See, it's not it's not even about, I mean, of course, it's about the title to me, but it's more about the respect of my name because I feel like I hadn't got the respect I deserve as a fighter, man, because 
I fight when I come to fight. Yeah. Like, I show up and I put in the work. I bleed for these people, and I feel like I don't get pushed at all. Like, hardly any, you know? They didn't even tell me happy birthday today. <laughs> but <laughs> Mike Perry, hey, happy birthday, Mike Perry. You know what I'm saying? So it, like, puts a little chip on my shoulder. It's fine, Damn. though, because eventually they're going to have to talk about me. There's plenty of there's there's plenty of people for you to go through uh, if they won't if they won't talk about you you just keep lining them up and knocking them down because like Mike just said there there is I'm looking at it right now man you got you got your you know you got you can go after Trinidad Snake you can go after Turney but we just watched uh, Austin Trout in your division now we just watched yeah. Diego Sanchez in your division we 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 have had Mike Richmond on our show say that he might go he might go back to 175 fight for a title and then go down to 165 and try to run after yeah. that one too so that's it go ahead uh, no that's another guy that's that could potentially end up in your division as well sure and i'm not scared of none of them man that's what i'm saying i feel like anybody they put in front of me i'm gonna give them a fight and if they if they beat me like i said i'll drink to that too but i think i'll be right there in the fight with any of them you know what a mike richmond versus brad kelly Marine, Marine. Army versus Marines on a post somewhere, on a base somewhere, would be fucking awesome. And we were yeah. talking about that. How the BKS, right in our hangar, right in, in our hangar. Yes, we will. We'll get a big ass hangar. We'll move all the aircraft outside. We could fucking fit three thousand people in that bitch and and fight right on post, dude. It would. Yeah, be, that's one that would be like a for the troops. Holy sure. shit, that'd be so fucking cool. So, my, you know Marty Watt, of course, right? Of course. Yeah. He said happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> so he started a thing. It was the 22nd in his time, and it was only the 21st my time, or our <laughs> time. And uh, he, so he made this post, happy birthday, and my girl got freaked out. She was like, oh, God. So she made this big happy, happy like surprise birthday <laughs> when I walked in. And it was I was like, my birthday's tomorrow. She was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what he messaged us and said ask him about his what his girl's birthday for him and yeah uh, that must have been what it was talking that's hilarious dude exactly so yeah marty's cool but he actually i brought him up because he actually brought that up about me and mike richmond you know doing it for the troops and everything like the ufc used to do fight night for the troops yes well, how uh, cool would that fucking man be, dude i would love to try and set something like that up in the future but no yeah. doubt about it like once this gets legalized in connecticut dude. if the powers that be said they wanted to do it we could definitely work with the leadership right. and the state to get that done it would be so how about this awesome. how about and this? I've, that, even, that... I've even messaged mike richmond about that before you know because i guess I only had like one or two fights he didn't he didn't acknowledge me but like i said before long they're all gonna have to acknowledge me Dude, you get Keith Richardson on that card. You get uh, Roberto Armas on that card. You get Jeremiah Riggs on that card. You just load that shit up with veterans, and it would be fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. Be now I'm excited about it. I'm just thinking about it, just just getting excited. Um, but let you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, dude. Yeah, keep it down. Um, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott was saying we got tons of veterans. There are a lot of them outside right now. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about. Why don't we get the, and we'll talk to Nate about this because you know we're all veterans. He's a veteran man. too. He's a veteran yeah. too, man. Let's just get this shit going, um, <laughs> dude. What did you think about the Austin Trout Diego Sanchez fight and the like controversy that followed that fight? What, have you heard about any of this? So look, I thought I actually thought Trout did good for being the first boxer to come in and actually implement his game and bearing up on like he fought what fight he was supposed to to be a wrestler, you know, um, yep. about the greasing. I don't, I didn't get into that. That's behind the scenes stuff that's above my pay grade. <laughs> so, yep. you know, I don't have anything to do with that, but I think Diego moved his hands instead of his head and got beat up a little bit and Trout made him fight his fight. So it is, it is what it is. I don't, I don't have an opinion on it. I just think I would have fought Trout a, a, a little different. I want to ask you this. Being a guy who is right in the conversation, top five, top six, top seven, you're not in the top five, which I think is fucking crazy. But Pitching me off. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. What do you think about Trout coming in there, right? Beating Diego Sanchez, two debuters, getting a win, and then Palomino going in the ring and saying that he wants to fight Trout. 
him jumping the line in front of all you nope. guys, you can't feel very well about that. It right? undermines us, man. It undermines everything we work for because we put in just as hard as work as he does every day just to try to work our way up the ladder. And just because we don't have a million followers online or a, a world champion boxer from another promotion, like it just it's insulting. It's a slap in the face and it pisses me off. So what I was thinking, and I was talking to somebody about it today, and they were asking me about Trout getting a title shot. And I said, well, if Trout wants to fight Palomino and Palomino wants to fight Trout, then Palomino should just, he's done vacate. enough, vacate, just go after legacy fights. Go after yeah. legacy fights now. You've done enough. I mean, you, and if that's what you want to do and you want to just like step over the entire rank, all the rankings and like just basically like you just said they yeah fight for no belt and let let the rest of you guys figure out who the fuck the champ is that's what i think right. they should do but see and that's that's the thing though because if you don't fight palomino then he was the champ that got away that you didn't get the fight to prove that you was the actual champ so i would hate to see palomino vacate the belt though and fight trout yeah. I, I would. I would it's nothing against Trout either, but I just think he has such a like a good streak going. I would hate for him to just drop the belt at eight and zero, and then be like, "All right, I'm just going to do these fights." Like, I'd rather see him fight other guys in those weight classes and continue it at least until he loses the belt or doesn't want to fight anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody does. But if that's the fight that he wants to pursue, yeah, and like that's the one he wants, that's the one he wants. I mean, if I if I was, you know, the powers that be, I'd be like, yeah, you can do that if you want. But your belt is not going to be involved anymore. We're going to go ahead and let Gogo and whoever, or or Connor Turney and whoever, fight for that belt. And now you're you're fighting a legacy fight. I don't know. I don't really think Gogo needs to fight for a belt. I mean, he's got some wins, but man, he ain't as technical as some of these guys. I mean, he's a hard-hitting guy that throws wild, but he's picking himself up off the floor every time he throws. To me, that's, that's just a brawler, man. And just don't get hit by him, but I don't think he's the striker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, don't get hit by him. He hits hard, but I don't think he's a problem. I think Connor Tierney is the, the biggest threat out of anybody right now. You know, and see, Elvin Brito, of course. See, Russ doing his own thing. Russ Maxim is in the comments, and he's saying that just like Dotson calling out Reggie, he's only two and zero. I did. I one hundred percent disagree with you on that, Russ. And here's why: Look at the records of the guys in the one hundred and twenty-five pound division, and he's not calling out Reggie for the one thirty-five belt. He wants to fight Reggie for the one hundred twenty-five pound belt. belt. The, the vacant one hundred twenty-five pound right. belt because that's what they were supposed to do, and. That's what he's calling him out for. And if you yeah. look at that flyweight division, you look at that that flyweight division, and that that fight makes three? sense. Three percent. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. My bad, buddy. It's Check okay. This out. We got a little. We got Mike. We got a little game that we're gonna play with you. Ready? And you're gonna blast right through him. You're gonna blast we're gonna right through. Blast through this shit. Right. And. There we go. It's called Machine Guns Go-To's. Here right. we go. Real quick with it. Number one, alcoholic beverage. Modelo. Modelo. Nice. Yeah. Number two. Movie. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. Nice. nice. Good one. Three, carry piece. Uh, 45, Springfield. There you go. I knew you had answers quick for this. Four. <laughs> Candy. Oh shit! Uh, I know you're weight cutting, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Reese's man. <laughs> Reese's, there it is. Perfecto. All right, number five, TV show. Vikings. Vikings, good nice, good answers, dude. Number six. You, you watch uh, Valhalla? I, oh yeah, Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, well, I wait a minute. Is that the Vikings or? <laughs> yeah, Vikings. It it's the newest season. It's like a spinoff of it on Netflix. I, so I, I just been to watch Vikings. So I hadn't, I hadn't got into that. I'll have to look it up. Oh yeah, it's good. Leaf, Leaf Erickson is in it. But nice. Here we go, Mike. Number, number six. Uh, number so six. What do you mean? What do you mean by? Oh, you know, website? you know what we mean. <laughs> you talking? You talking? Uh, Kendra, Kendra Lust. Yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite. He's your favorite. There you go. Number seven, yeah. music genre. Uh, I like Stained and uh, uh, Alternative Gosh. Rock. So. Nah, well, yeah, I like Alternative Rock. Yeah, rap, all of it. As long as it's good. There you go. Number eight. 
Excuse. No excuses. No excuses. I like that question, though. What's your favorite? I asked that. I asked the dude at work today. I was like, hey, what's your favorite favorite excuse? He goes, it was like that when I got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. Real, real quick. It was real quick. He was like, oh, it was like that when I got here. Oh, so uh, oh right. dude. Okay. Yeah. He backed Number nine, up. favorite non-combat sport? Uh, football. football. Is that combat? Yeah. I mean, it can be combative. Not non. No, no, that's not a combat sport. That's a ball sport. There we go. And the last question for you: curse word or phrase? Ah, that f bomb, man, gets me every time. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. There it is, man. Little, little more information on Machine Gun Kelly for all you fans out there, Brad. You know, we know you got to go. We got to finish this weight cut. You got to get ready for the weigh-ins tomorrow. Uh, final words for anybody that wants to hear it. Uh, just Lewis uh, screen printing and supply. Um, and they're, they've been part of my team and had my back since the jump. So they're my biggest supporters. I got to give a shout out. I'm hungry and I can't think. But I All right, brother. Hey. I think we're losing you. We're losing you. I, I think we're losing up. you. We will see you on TV Friday night. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on the show. All right, buddy. All right. Take it easy. Brad Machine Gun Kelly in the house. Oh, and by the way, <clears throat> we haven't mentioned this, I don't think, tonight, or maybe I forgot. The weigh-ins are tomorrow. Come on now. Got to watch yeah, the weigh-ins. Weigh That's weigh always a fun are... little uh, shindig. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Got to watch the weigh-ins. You never know what could happen. You know, something... This, the, the one good thing about the weigh-ins is something could happen at the weigh-ins when a face-off for a match that you're not even paying attention to. If two guys get into each other's face and start popping off some crazy shit, and you're like, whoa, wait a second. These guys don't like each other? I don't even know who they are. Now you're looking forward to that fight. you know. So that's why it's important to always take advantage of every single moment that is given to you because an an under the radar fight with two fighters that are maybe regional. So most people don't know who they are until they see them. You know, they, they see them getting in each other's face. Hey man, I want to see them fight now. That's all. That's all it takes for me, man. I'm a Mark. Absolutely. Hey, the weigh-ins are at 6 PM tomorrow night. Uh, Eastern time, 6 PM. Eastern standard time in BKFC 36, New Orleans and New Orleans, New Orleans, nola you know I, I went to new orleans right back uh 2016 we did all these software upgrades for the uh 60 which for all you folks out there that don't know what a uh 60 is utility helicopter it's the blackhawk right mm -hmm. blackhawks we were going and upgrading the new mic models right so we went all over the place and we went to new orleans we did a bunch of these freaking helicopters and we're like let's get let's go out let's go fucking on the strip let's fucking drink right let's do it now and yeah. that's like immediately what we wanted to do we get off the plane it's like 10 in the morning we're like we're gonna get to the hotel we're gonna get changed and we're gonna go out and drink so we get out there and we go to the place uh where bar rescue was i think it's called spirits it's the first place we go and the girls that were sitting next to us on the plane, we're in that damn bar. We didn't even talk to them, but they just happened to go to the same exact place immediately, right? So it's just a fun little fact. We go there. Let me tell you what. Probably really cool during Mardi Gras. Yeah. Not Mardi Gras. All I could think of was, wow, this place really smells like hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> smells like pu hot puke and shit just roasting on the street 24-7. It's like... It's it. I mean, I say this because it's probably exactly what happened. It smells like a 10 million people shit pissed and spilled their bear on the ground. And it just fucking baked into the concrete and forever smells like that. And I was like, dude, this place reeks like everything is slippery. Every floor yeah. is slippery. Yeah. Everything is slippery. But I did go to Cafe Du Monde. You ever been there, Kyle? Cafe du Monde? I've never been to New Orleans, dude. Oh, so there's a place and they sell beignets. If people know what beignets are. But Joe Ivy probably knows what a beignet is because uh, is she French-Canadian? But uh, she is from Canada. They probably have them up there. <laughs> but anyways, I went there and I bumped into a guy, right? So I get my coffee and my beignet, which is kind of like a doughboy type thing. So I'm walking and I bump into this guy pretty hard too. Like, and we, we actually grab each other's shoulders because that's how hard we walked into each other. And I'm this close from him and I'm looking at him and you know, when you know somebody and you're like, but you don't know their name. So it like clicks and we both like, we're like, Oh, and we walk away. And I was like, I know that guy. 
I think I went to school with him and I bumped into him at Cafe Du Monde, right? So as I'm walking, we sit down on the sidewalk eating and I go, dude, that was fucking Joe Jonas. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Joe Jonas, dude. And I... So I call up Steph and I was like, oh, I just I just bumped into fucking Joe Jonas at Cafe <laughs> Dumond, you know, where all the celebs hang out. That's where I, I I ran into him. And so I tell her and she goes, that's not Joe Jonas. That's Nick Jonas, you idiot. And I was like, oh, you oh, showed it. You it was showed Nick her Jonas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I the more told famous which person. Jonas, the Jonas, right? I, I the explained most famous. which guy it was. And she was like, that's not Joe Jonas. That's Nick Jonas. As if I should know which you Jonas. You should have known because you know how you knew him from Kingdom. You were like, I didn't I see that, that show then. That was oh, at that point, you hadn't seen. Oh, OK. No. And I, I don't know if that show was already out, but I, I only saw that like a year, two years <clears> ago, I think. I watched that show. So, yeah, no. that was just a weird thing that I bumped into. I was like, I know this guy. He definitely didn't know me. When we looked at each other, oh. he didn't know me. You But you didn't know that it was Joe, Joe, Joe Ivey's uh, boyfriend. Either. I didn't know that either. But <laughs> there, I can just see Joe Ivey just dreaming about eating beignets <laughs> with a Nick Jonas. <laughs> I don't know what a fucking beignet is. What's a beignet? It's like a doughboy. It's like a little pastry. You ever have doughboys before? Like fried from dough. Rhode Island, like yeah, it's like fried dough. Basically, it's kind of what it is. I, I don't know if it's exactly fried, but that's what it tastes like. You yeah. have them with it, 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 you know the Kardashians. Everyone goes there. The Kardashians go there, and I'm going to tell you, it was very like overhyped. Like like a lot of things are when you go, and you're going to be the best. Still smell ever. like garbage. It smelled really bad there. <laughs> really bad. That's yeah, what I remember the most. I, I really, smell. I really wish that we could have been down there for this one, but it was too close to Knucklemania three. Um, it just, I didn't see the public journals. I did not just impossible for us to make it down there. Um, quite, but we will be tuned in tomorrow night at 6 PM prior to us going live at nine o'clock and tomorrow night. Um, Mike and I are, we're not, we're having one guest on tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. The man himself, our boy, Tony Soto is going to come on here with us. Yeah. We're going to have Tony Soto pop on and the three of us are going to shoot the shit about knuckle mania three. And break that card down because it was a phenomenal, phenomenal card. Guys, when I tell you that this crowd was the biggest one that oh. they've ever had, it's not exaggerating at yeah. all. There was fucking at one Ew. point, at one point, there's 4,000 people outside waiting to get in the goddamn door. It was like, it was nuts. Nuts. It was a sea. You, oh, you want to hear something real quick before we, before we go for the, so, so we, we, um, we went to uh, the Kirkland Air Force Base to get some Marines to come to the to the show and support Mike the Marine Richmond. Yeah, it, actually, preface to that is they were supposed to come, and then whoever was contacting like Kevin Smith and all, they like blew him off. So yeah, at the last the, the, minute, they're like, "Oh no, no Marines are coming because because whoever they were talking to, it was the, it was the recruiters. Yeah, the recruiters. They dropped the ball and it all fell through. So he's supposed to have these people coming, and then all of a sudden, like at the very last second, they're like, "Ah, eh, no one's coming anymore." Like, yeah. what a fucking bummer that is. Yeah, a huge bummer. So Mike and I go over there and we talk to this sergeant major. We took our <laughs> our military ID. Yeah, we took our military ID. Base. We went to this. We went to the Air Force base and we found the Marines. Right, so we go there. We go to this building and they got a bunch of phone numbers on the building. So Mike and I are standing outside calling phone numbers on this Freezing. building. It's like fucking 18 degrees, 18 degrees. So we're calling. And then all of a sudden this, this guy comes to the door, Sergeant major hammer, shout out to him. Sergeant what major a hammer. What a name. Sergeant Real major name. hammer. Yeah. Nelson hammer, the man himself. So <laughs> Sergeant major hammer brings us in. We tell him we're Mike and Mish and we have this show. We we're here for the BKFC's biggest show they've ever had. Knucklemania three. We got a guy in the main event who's a Marine. Uh, we'd love to get some of you guys down there. And he did. He got about, I think nine or 11 people down there. Yeah. Yep. So they showed up. They it was super awesome. Was cool. They showed up. They, we got them backstage. They met Mike. Uh, a few of them got to go up on stage when Mike walked out. It was very cool. I'm outside standing there. This is how fucking crazy this this event was, right? So we're standing there, and I'm with the Marines. And the fucking will call window where people are going to, like, pick up tickets that they bought online or whatever. 
they this venue prints the tickets as like you come up to the window and they print your ticket off and they fucking give it to you well guess what the printers went down right all the printers go down so there is like a thousand people in freaking line waiting to pick up tickets people are getting so fucking mad they're like i i want the ticket i bought online they're getting all pissed off right so i'm standing there with the marines and i'm like they're like what's going on i'm like i don't know the fucking printers went down i'm like hey there's leonard garcia i'm like hey leonard leonard turns around he's like yay i knew i'd see you here he gives me a big hug he's talking to me and i'm talking to leonard and i look and like 12 people down in the will call line for some reason is Luis Palomino and his wife. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? I, I point at him and he points back at me and he smiles like well, Luis always does. I'm like, what are you doing? So I go over there and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm waiting to get in. I'm Just like, get- you, you are the, you're the double champ. You're the number one in the world. I'm like, what the fuck are you waiting in the guy? You don't will- wait amongst the peasants. Yeah. yeah, waiting in the will call line. Are you kidding me right now? I'm like, why don't you just go up to the front and be like, hey, I'm the champ. I'm going in, right? So he goes up. Leonard goes in. And so Leonard goes up, like that. That all happens. And I'm standing there talking to the Marines. And, and Sergeant Major Hammer's like, wow, that was so cool. He's like, man fucking leonard garcia and luis palmino right that was that was nuts you got he's like you got a great job i go look at that carlos condit is standing in line like 10 feet from us i go look the natural born killer is standing right there he goes what the fuck he's like what is going on here and like leonard was standing over there and i talked to him he goes hey donald's on his way and i'm like cowboy and he goes, yeah. So like, he'll be here in fifteen minutes. And like, Sergeant Major Hammer's like heads like explode. He's like, Donald Cerrone? <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, you got you definitely have one of the coolest jobs I've ever imagined. I'm like, hey, it's not even a job, dude. It's like yeah. a fun. It's yeah. a fun hobby of ours. That, like, yeah, it was so crazy, man. We met John we, Jones. Yeah, we we met me and Mike went to Jackson Wink. John, we da- went to Jackson Wink Academy. We spent about an hour there. Uh, we met John Jones at the arena. We Tim Elliott. It was like I talked to Carlos Condit for a brief, like you know, like a minute over by the ring. He was super cool too. It's just like uh, what an unbelievable trip this was. It and we'll was go into insane, we'll get, absolutely insane. And then we'll we'll get into the whole thing. We'll get into the opening yeah. fight being absolutely yeah. an absolute barn burner. We'll talk about Cedo. We'll talk about everything tomorrow oh, yeah. night. Yeah. So 9 p.m. tomorrow night, we got Tony Loco Soto. I think we've talked enough tonight. Thank you very much to uh, to Tyler Samus and Brad Kelly for coming on. Um, what was the TJ? Uh, the fuck did we say? Let me scroll up. TJ Aslaskin. Aslaskin. Uh, Slaskin. TJ Slaskin. You won this beautiful Tumblr from Gary Lang and Catherine Lang spreading awareness for congenital heart disorder and heart health. Hashtag all heart warriors matter. Yeah. Um, shoot us your address and you can get this. And anybody that wants to buy these, anybody that wants to support the cause, um, we'll get Gary. Gary Lang's in the comments right yep. now. Yeah. Th- yes, thank you for tuning in, Gary. Um, we'll get Gary to send us a link that he, that you guys can go and you guys can purchase these and, uh, and, you know, keep, keep the world aware that this shit is going on. And, and I did not know, like, you know, there's like the pink ribbon for breast cancer. There's yeah, a yellow, the yellow ribbon for the troops. There's, all these different ribbons i didn't know that blue and red was for heart health awareness and now i know and now you all know so knowing is half the battle gi joe yeah um real quick shout out uh there was another group of podcasters and these guys they're i i just saw kai stewart in the comments what's up kai how are you nice seeing you nice talking to you but these guys some of the nicest guys ever. Let me tell you what. They New hustled the their scene. ass off. They, they came there. They were super excited. They're very grateful uh, dudes. Uh, the weekly bust, right? We we met Tylen Bates um, in the back past. In, in back in yeah. Hollywood. Hollywood, right? yeah. It was the day that, or the event, that Richmond and Hunt first clashed. So mm-hmm. 
we met him. He was super cool, but now we met them as a group and man, they couldn't be more grateful and more polite and just open book. Like want to know, always ask him, Hey, you know, what do we do? We don't want to do that. Like we don't want to piss anybody off or whatever. So, you know, we, we got to kind of talk to them, hang out, kind of be like, Oh, you, you could do this. They ain't going to care or just, you know, just help them out if they needed help and, you know, learn who they are. And, and, and they were very, very cool. So they gave us the shirt. Yeah, good guys, dude. Some Definitely stickers. good guys. I, I wish we could have hung out They're with them after nice. the event, yes. but they were going out, out, and we were just going back to the hotel and gonna hang at the hotel because yeah. you go out, out, and then we're uh, we're out till like five o'clock in the and morning, and then you we're can't get trying. in, in or up, up. Yeah, so. we can't get in, in or up, up. Uh, right. And last uh, last thing is, um, you know, our our sponsors, of course, G uh, GWA Guerrilla Warfare Apparel. Go to guerrillawarfareapparel.com. Use our promo code Mike and Mish. Get some stuff. Do it. Uh, Condemned Labs, newest sponsor, um, supplement company. Same promo code Mike and Mish. Go to condemnedlabs.com. Buy yourself some stuff. Get jacked. Look, you can have big, you could have uh, babies like this, angry babies. Yeah, they just grow on you. Yeah, they just grow. You just grow angry babies if you get these supplements. And you, BK Bet Shark. Uh, what's poppin' corn snacks and Norcom mortgage, Mike, Mike Mish, not Mike and Mish, Michael Mish, Mike Mish. Yes. Yeah, go to Mike Mish, call him 860-884-2103, buy Do a it. house, get a loan from him. And with that said, Mike, I think we've said enough. We have had enough. We will see you guys tomorrow night. And we are going to go to great detail into KM3 tomorrow because it was fucking one of the best trips of our life. Uh, and I, I promise still feel you it. I feel I feel it too. We need to get some sleep from it, okay? So, with that said, Mike, got anything else for these peeps? Peace. Peace. <laughs>